Welcome to episode 138 of the Women of the Military podcast. I'm sharing the advice that military women gave when I asked the question, what advice would you give to a woman considering joining the military? I did this episode back for the 100th podcast episode, and it is the most popular podcast episode. (laughs) So it made me think I should do another one. And this Saturday is June 12th, which is Women's Veterans Day in some states. It's the day that President Truman signed the Women Armed Service Integration Act, which enabled women to serve as permanent regular members of the Army, Marine Corps, Navy, and the Air Force. So I want to celebrate Women's Veterans Day by reflecting back on the advice from women about what advice they would give to women joining the military. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I really loved creating it. And we'll probably do another one like this in the future. So stay tuned. You're listening to Season 3 of the Women of the Military Podcast. Here you will find the real stories of female service members. I'm Amanda Huffman. I am an Air Force veteran, military spouse, and mom. I created Women of the Military Podcast in 2019 as a place to share the stories of female service members past and present with the goal of finding the heart of the story while uncovering the triumphs and challenges women face while serving in the military. If you want to be encouraged by the stories of military women and be inspired to change the world, keep tuned for this latest episode of Women of the Military. Started with all the advice, I wanted to let you guys know that I launched a product line for women of the military, and I'm really excited to share with you because I've been playing with it behind the scenes and I've been ordering shirts and stickers and mugs, and I've been really excited with not only the quality but having a women of the military line of clothing, shirts, mugs and other products, and I'll continue to add more products to the store. But I just wanted to let you know that that's available, and you can go to the link in the show notes, but you can also type in women-of-the-military-podcast.creator-spring to go check out all the different products available. And right now, I'm running the code... Airman 5 to save $5 on your first orders. Thanks so much for the support. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Do it. Do it now. Do it right now. And if you want to show that you can be a better person, that you can support your country or your state, do it now. The more you wait, the more you prolong your goals. And if you have to think about something so much to see if you're the right fit for it, then you need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what you really want to do with your life. I want to be a part of the greatest fighting force in the entire world. And once you say that to yourself, go to your recruiting station right now and know that this is not about you being a girl. This is not about you being a female. This is about you being a soldier, an officer, and a leader. And if you think you're capable, start now. This is a tough one. I mean, in general... I tell people, girl or boy, know that there's a possibility you'll get deployed. I mean, people join and they're like, you know, doing it for the glory, doing it for the school money. And for some reason, even in this day and age, they don't think they're going to get deployed. And so they try to get out of a deployment. (laughs) Don't do that. You're not ready to just go over there and do what 
the purpose of the military is, don't join. But for women in particular, it's a cool time to be joining because of the changing rules around being able to fight in combat roles. And as many women who have come before you that weren't necessarily tagged as combat troops that have been in combat situations, you know, we know we're capable of it. We know we can handle it when we need to. It's a very cool time to join. I encourage people who are serious about service to their country and serious about, you know, the prospect of being deployed to join, but also don't worry too much about forsaking or sacrificing your femininity. You don't have to. I know it's so hard. We get into this point where we're like in the military and we, like we said, have to feel like we have to prove ourselves. And for women, a lot of times, and I'm guilty of it myself, we have to sort of masculinize ourselves in order to feel like we're respected or fit in. You don't have to do that. I'm not saying you should walk around with like 10 inch fingernails and lots of bling and makeup, but you don't have to become someone you're not to be successful. You can be you and you can still do it because if you try to be someone you're not, it's not sustainable and people see right through that. When I was going in, I told you that that I was in a rush to get in. Ultimately, the reason I retrained to bio is because I wasn't happy in comm. Whatever you do, don't rush to come into the military. Like If there's a specific job that you want, I would definitely make that known to your recruiter because I was in a big rush. And then ultimately, you know, I wasn't really happy with what I got. Another thing is it's kind of hard to be a female in the military only because there's a lot of men, even in the Air Force. We're still a minority as far as being in the military goes. So there's a lot of men that can make it difficult. I know when I was going up for airmen below the zone and I got it, a lot of the men in my office were really ticked off at me for making it because I worked hard and my supervisor at the time cared a lot about me. So he put in a package for me and, you know, you can't do anything about what your supervisor does for you. I think I experienced, it wasn't like, I wouldn't call it sexism. I would just call it, well, maybe that's the right word. It just felt like they felt like we were getting handouts, I guess, because we're female. I would just be aware of that. I guess that would be the correct term because I got a lot of that in the military, but just because that happens, don't be afraid to stand out above the rest. I think it is something that if, if you truly feel is in your heart to do, you should do it. But I highly recommend having a plan. Once you join, there's going to be a point where you know, okay, this is what I want to do for you know the rest of the time. I'm going to do my 20 years. Or there's a point where you're like, no way, I can't do this anymore. I need to get out. So having a plan is essential to that. I didn't do my schooling while I was in and I should have because while you're in, you can utilize tuition assistance instead of your GI Bill. So I'm now trying to finish my degree and fit it in the GI Bill timeframe, which is another thing that for most has changed. They have forever to use it. I do not have forever to use it. I have my 10 year limit to use it. I just think it's essential to have a plan in case once you join, it's just not what you want to do for the 20 years. You know, for me, it wasn't what I wanted to do for the 20 years. And for my husband, he's going to stay in as long as they tell him he can. So it's not for everyone. So just have a plan. If you want to do it, do it. There are no limits. We've constantly talked about our societal roles. And I used to say, that's hosh posh. If you want to join the military, do it. There are so many opportunities. You will find a sense of empowerment. You will come out of your basic training realizing how strong and versatile you are. 
And whatever job you choose, you're going to do well at that job. You got to crush those anticipated negative thoughts. You got to stop putting limits on yourself and letting other people make decisions for you. As a woman, you got to be confident. And if that's the decision you want to make, you got a whole asset, not half asset. You got to commit and do it. And as as a young woman, I constantly, you know, in in a mentoring role, when I have younger, I have younger female cousins and I mentor Girl Scout troops and I have conversations. I go to the LeBron James I Promise School and I show them by example that anything is possible that you are the only person that can put limits on yourself. And if you say, oh, I can't do the military. Oh, I can't have anybody yell at me. Oh, nonsense. Said your mom and dad yell at you all the time. You know, they're always going to be somebody telling you no. There's an equation, events, responses, and outcomes. I always joke, you know, my dad used to tell me no. He always used to say, kind of fall in line, just kind of go with the status quo. Don't push it. Oh my gosh, shut your mouth. You're doing too much. Ah. And, you know, I always say, I'm like, you know what, dad? I'm glad I was defiant. And I said, no. And I just chose to be myself because 24, I used my VA home loan to buy a home. I debt-free with three degrees. I was able to start a business at 20, you know, 25, write a book, start my memoir, you know, do all the things that I want to do. I don't strive to be mediocre. And I don't encourage anyone to do that. You know, continue to be your best self every day. And as a young woman, know that there are other trailblazers out there and find a mentor. And if you want to join the military, do it. The opportunity to do well in the army today is far more than the opportunities that I had or my predecessors had. In 2016, DOD opened up all career fields, right? There's nothing in the army that a woman cannot do. You want to be in artillery? You got it. You want to go be a tanker? You've got that. You want to be a ranger? That is open to you. So I think that's, that is a really cool opportunity to be able to capitalize on that your gender is not going to stop you from achieving what you want, but you have to put in that hard work. You have to be willing to come in, do the work that is necessary to be successful. I would also say that I would highly recommend young ladies to look at the army as an opportunity. It does not have to be something that you decide to do a career like I have, but you can absolutely use it as a launching pad. It is a great resource for you to one, come in, get some worldly experience, get some leadership experience, understand a little bit about you and how you think and act and how you can be part of the whole and then get your education paid for. It is also an opportunity on the backside when you take off that uniform because everybody transitions. Everybody takes off their uniform at some point in their life. And when they do, because they walked through the doorway called Army, the opportunities on the backside are going to be far more than if they didn't walk through. There are companies, there are schools, and there are agencies looking for those people that have served because they understand that a service member comes to them as a valuable member of their team. They get what it means to serve. They get what it means to be a team member. They know dedication. They have great ethics and values, and they're going to be a great team member for any organization. And that's what they're looking for. And they know that they're going to be a better student if they choose the student route. They're going to have a higher grade point average. They're going to give back to the school. And so I think that's what we've got to tell these young ladies is that the opportunities exist in the army. And it's a great place to find yourself. It's a great place to dig in, see what you're capable of, and then just exploding from there. It's a wonderful opportunity for them to grow into who they are and to gain skills and confidence in their life journey. 
I really think the military as a unique way of just pushing you professionally, emotionally, physically, and personally. It really helps you rise to the challenge and it opens your eyes to a wider worldview. Because for me, I came from a little town. I didn't experience much. It was a farm town. We were kind of an offshoot of a big city. And if I had never left my hometown, I wouldn't have had the experiences that I've had now. So I always encourage young women to go for it because they will do things that they never thought they could do and they will see their opportunities just come wide open for themselves and and for their family if they happen to already have a family. Don't do what I did. <laughs> This coming from the gal who walked into the Lawton Fort Sill, Oklahoma mall and enlisted. No, but on a more serious note, coming from a career person, just as with any career, the military is not going to be for everyone. So now I loved it when I first enlisted and I went through a bad situation uh, and that's ultimately what kept me from, from thriving. Some people enlist in the military and they never thrive because it wasn't right for them in the first place. Research the military, research this life, talk to people who were a part of it, and research the jobs. I enlisted as a petroleum supply specialist, which couldn't be the most wrong job ever on the whole entire big planet for me. I'm sharp as a tack. I could have done any of the jobs, but I just took the first one. I could have commissioned. I could have been an officer. I have a master's degree. At the time I was in college, I had vocal scholarships to college. I could have joined the choir. You know what I mean? There's jobs where you can be a radio DJ in the military. There are so many jobs I could have done, but I didn't do my research. I didn't know. I just took whatever they told me. Research the jobs. Also, if you're going to commit, commit. Don't drag it out. Instead of testing the waters and then you like, you're not sure if it's right for you. So you join the reserves like I did. That's a longer contract. That's a six year commitment. If you want to join, commit, do one or two years active duty is my recommendation. Totally immerse yourself in it. Get good at what you do. Then you'll know at the end of that shorter contract, if it is the right fit, if you want to do it long-term and get a deployment under your belt before you have a family. I would think that's super important, especially for women, because it's tough to leave babies. Do your research. If you are a smart cat and your ASVAB is low, take your ASVAB again, study your butt off, get your score higher. It opens up more job options for you. And then more importantly, talk to service members, see what their jobs are like, and then really search seriously and talk to service members before you make a decision. Because if you talk to the recruiters, they make it sound great. They make it sound like it's the best thing ever. And you just don't get a true representation of what it's like to join the military. I guess my last words of wisdom is truly the military is not for everyone. So if you're considering joining, take the decision heavily, weigh your options, look at other things as well. Look at other industries that aren't the military and you'll know if you do your research well, you'll know if it's the right fit for you or not. My advice would be to go about it very thoughtfully. There are inherent risks that you take when joining the military as a woman. And I'd be lying if I didn't address that. And if you're choosing on having a family soon, you know, having a family while on active service poses some challenges. They're not quite completely prepared for women in the military having, having families. It can happen. You can make it work. But it's just something to think about, you know, if that's your dream. Are you going to be able to leave that child for a nine month deployment? You know, are you going to be able to leave that child with your parents if both you and your spouse are in the military and deployed? 
However, the, the opportunities for growth and development that you get from serving in the military, you might never have in the civilian world. You have the opportunity to serve to serve in capacities that you never thought possible, doing things that just 20 years ago were not even options for women in the military. The doors have opened up for us immensely. Um, that doesn't mean you're not going to have a battle to fight to, to prove that you deserve to be in that space because there are still leadership out there who don't believe women should be serving in the military. And I would also say, uh, similar to my experience while you're at MEPS, do not be afraid to say no if they're trying to force you into a job or an opportunity that you don't want or that you're not interested in while you're at MEPS. They tried and tried for me and I kept saying no. Make sure that everything that you want or that you're promised while you're at MEPS that you have in writing and that you have a copy of because sometimes those things don't always translate when you arrive at basic training. But if you have it in writing, they have to uphold it. And then don't be afraid to ask what bonuses are available. When I joined, they didn't have a whole lot of bonuses out there, but I, I just asked, I was like, hey, you got any bonuses? And they came up with like $7,000 worth of, of bonuses just because I'd asked about it. If I hadn't asked, they wouldn't have said anything about it. So go into it with your eyes wide open. And then if you do join the military, try to find a mentor or a sponsor because sometimes things will happen and you're not quite sure if it's appropriate or if it's thing, you know, just the way things are in the military or, or what you should do about it. And like for me, when I had that incident where I needed help because no one was training me to do the job I wanted, I went to a senior um, woman personnel and I asked for her help and she was absolutely there to help me know that like, hey, this isn't okay and we're going to take care of this. So having, you know, a senior level woman or woman veteran to help guide you through that career can make a huge difference. I would say do it. And I, I say that because not only have I met people, I have traveled the world, I have been everywhere, but it also made, it defined my character. I think if I hadn't joined the military as that young, naive 90-year-old who <laughs> the recruiter suckered, I don't think I would be where I am today or be the person that I am today. Growing up, I was very... I, came from an abusive mother. So my childhood was kind of traumatic. I was very introverted. I was shy. I had low self-esteem. And the military shaped me and formed me. And that brought me out. And I believe being in the military made me know my voice to speak and to do the things that I'm doing now with my business. So if you're thinking about joining the military, by all means, do it. It's a great opportunity, whether you make it a career or whether you serve a few years, I think it's definitely a great decision. You will change as a person, but not only that, you'll be able to travel the world and you'll meet people who you normally wouldn't have come across in your daily life. Go for it. Make sure you know, do enough research. Do enough research to know if you're right for the Air Force, if you're right for the Coast Guard, if you're right to go in the Army, which one offers you what will work for you. I'll say this about the Army is there's something there for everyone. If you want to be a cook, want to be a chef, go in the Army and they'll send you to a advanced schooling at some of the, and work with some of the best chefs in the nation. If you want to be a warrior, you'll be that no matter which service you go into. But each one has a culture and each one's culture is different. So pick the one that fits you, that you think fits the way you like to work and how you get along with people, how you make decisions and where you want to go. I would say go do something at the age of 18 or 19 that gives back. 
have that as a gap year or two or three. You don't have to stay forever. Just go have the experience. Travel. Do something different. Challenge yourself. When I I can just speak to the the truth of what I what I already do uh, when I'm approached by a woman that wants to join the military, and I just give her all the truth that I can because when I joined and when many of us joined, we get the recruiter golden ticket. They promise you everything, even if you're like me and was thorough and got it in your contract. They breached the contract any way, you know, rape in the military or the civilian culture happens all the time to women. There is that, do you want to roll the dice? Do you want to see if it's going to happen to you? Or do you want to try to find another path? And then also I discuss with them very clearly, when you join the military, you give up all of your rights and you are property. You are government issued. And if you're okay with that, if you're really okay with that, then I would say move forward. If you're not okay with like, you know, being penalized for a sunburn because you've damaged government property, maybe the military is not for you and to explore all your options and potential. It's just truth in recruiting that I hope for more than anything. Be truthful if I'm going to be exposed to something like I need to know. And that's not always the case, but I'm willing to, to talk truth in recruiting for sure. Well, I think there's one thing that when you think of anybody joining the military, I would really look at who do you want to be on the other side? And so a lot of this ties to my transition advice that I have to give. Like people that transition out like, oh, this is my, I'm going through a transition. I'm getting out of the military. But people never really look at the first transition. Getting out is actually the second transition is when you first became part of the military. That was your first transition. And you had goals, you had objectives, you had dreams, and you had something you wanted to get out of that military service. And I would challenge you to really go understand what that moment's going to be when you transition into a military branch because you want to understand who you want this to who you want what do you want this vehicle to help you transform into what do you hope to come out of it are you going in just kind of because you're lost and you're maybe hoping that they help give you some direction which isn't a bad idea because sometimes you get exposed to a lot of different life in a very short amount of time through the military so that can also be a, a way where you get to see the world exposed to new ideas but overall again it goes back to who do you want to be on the other side of that military service. I would really focus on that because then when you get out of the military, you're going to know when it's time because you're not going to be like hiding in the military because you never knew why you joined or maybe you joined out of instinct or maybe you joined because you were told to. All of that goes back to you have to know really what you want to get out of it. And for me, I joined because I'd never done anything hard in my life. And this was a major test of whether I could do it. And I would say it was extremely difficult the entire four years. But that really gave me the foundation of the core of things that I'm just now unpacking. Like I'm now going back and figuring out things that the Marine Corps taught me because I wasn't this intelligent on this topic and I didn't have this advice ahead of me when I was getting out. So I had to figure it out my own self and listen to other people and hearing what they're saying. But really challenge what do you want to be on the other side of your military service and see which one, which branch maybe aligns to get you there and what resonates. Like, do you feel called to be that person on the other side of military service? And think of them because that gets you excited and that should get you excited when you think about leaving military service because you're going to be left a different person. You want to make sure that's the right person you want to be. I would say get the easy stuff out of the way first, like your physical fitness. Don't let anyone question that. You know, if you're strong in your physical fitness, that buys you credibility elsewhere. So make sure that you're up to snuff in terms of your physical fitness. You know, take some advice from from great Stoics. You know, don't take anything emotional. People attack your label or your role before they actually know you. And so I would say physical fitness, be a bit of a Stoic, but also 
I think I was in a position way back in the day where there was like this idea there could only be one woman and uh, that seldom offered the opportunity where you could pick up and support other women. And I see that drastically changing. So I would offer go in the, in the military, do your absolute best and make sure that while you're doing that, that you're mentoring and helping another woman along the way. And if you don't, you know, if you don't have one, seek one out. If you made it through boot camp and you're there, you're worthy of being there and you're no less than the guys that are there and you don't have to do anything more or extra to prove yourself to them. Unless they're doing something more and extra to prove themselves to you, which is rarely the case when it comes to work, you are equally as deserving and worthy to be there and just as badass as everybody else who has made it through that training. And so I would say just be you and do um, your job. I would say go for it. I have a little story I want to share here because one of the things that I got to do last year was run the Camp Pendleton Mud Run. And it was the first time that I'd run that 10K course since I was in high school. So I had this really cool bookend experience of, wow, the last time I was on these trails everything about the Marine Corps was still a hope. It was still a future. And then last year, I got to run it with a team of my Marines. We were wearing, you know, boots and utes. So our our camouflage trousers, our boots, running through the course as a team. And just reflecting on that at the end of the day, it was like, you know, the Marine Corps was what I wanted it to be for me. I got to do the things that I really wanted to do. I got to deploy. I got to go to Afghanistan. I got to learn and grow and meet a amazing people up and down the chain of command. And I really became the woman that I wanted to be by joining the military. And it wasn't an easy journey by any means. Like I was, I was counseled in my entry level training for lack of confidence. The me that I am at the 10 year mark is not the same me that joined, you know, in when I started out at the Naval Academy and it, and not even the same me when I was, you know, before I first got injured at, at the basic school. So, you know, there will be challenges and there will be failures and there will be those times where you're just like, how the heck did I get here? What am I doing? But you just have to keep pushing and just take another step and reach out for help when you need it. And you'll grow and you'll look back and be grateful for the experience. So I think if any girls or young women have an interest in the military, they should not just like squash that curiosity. It's like chase it and see where it leads because the adventure that you might have, you know, you don't want to like close the door on that because you might have an incredible opportunity. Know your why. What is your reason that you want to join the military? Is it to get your education paid for? Is it to be part of something bigger than yourself? Know that why, know that goal. And I want you to write it down and have it on a post-it note. You look at your mirror every day, or maybe it's a vision board. It's certain word where it's challenge, conviction, capturing, extraordinary. Have that so that when you have the good days. And also when you have the rough days, you have that thing to push you because I will be honest, the military will use you, but guess what? It is your goddamn right (laughs) to use them as well. And I would definitely tell you, I mean, I, I would be in so much student loan debt. I wouldn't have the experience. Yes. Is there things about the military that I don't like? Absolutely. But I would think that's true with any job in any profession, in any place you live, there is no perfect. But you know, at the end of the day, if there's three things that you can be grateful for, three things that you're why and 
and you focus on that, guess what? You are going to move further, stronger, and much farther and be a much better person along the way because your mind can only hold one type of thought and it might as well be positive. I would say it's going to be the best of times and the worst of times. You're going to do things that are great and you're going to do things that aren't great. But if I had to look back at my adult life and put my finger on the one thing that's had the biggest impact on shaping it, it would be the military. And I wouldn't trade it for anything, no matter what happened or even deployments to Afghanistan. All of it together is the most exhilarating and exciting things and showed me so much about how much I am capable of and introduced me to the most amazing women ever in my life who are still some of my very best friends. And um, but I would also say just, you know, do your homework and be prepared. There are so many other women who like, you know, the two of us who've gone before and are now much more easy to find than they used to be and can give advice on which branch or, you know, which career field or how to deal with a guy who doesn't think you should be there. And so, you know, go for it, but, you know, be prepared. So do it. Definitely go and join the military. It will change your life for sure. But I would say always, always maintain your moral high ground. There's going to be a lot of temptations out there. And as long as you maintain your moral high ground, you'll do great. The second one is stay authentic to yourself. Don't change yourself for anybody. And the third one would probably be if you see something, say something. I know that that sounds so cliche, But if you see someone getting assaulted or if you see behaviors that just don't seem right, say something, say something, say something, because it could really it changed the course of my career. It saved me from God knows what my you know situation could have turned into had that sailor not said something after he had seen something and heard something. So that would be uh, my top three pieces of advice. I would tell them to do it. You never know until you try it. And I would tell all young women who are looking at joining the military, I would not try to sway you to do a certain job or join a certain branch because at the end of the day, it's all the U.S. military. So I would challenge them to do their research to find the branch and the job that fits what their desires and goals are because their needs can be met in all of the branches. And it's, again, it's all the U.S. military. So um, I would tell them to you know, do the research and then pursue it. And once they get in, I would just challenge them to go full force and, and make the best of themselves that they can while they're serving and take advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. I will always speak to women about you know, their next steps and their choices. When it comes to the military, I think the advice is very similar to what I'd give any woman considering anything, college, a job, is do your research. Don't go off unprepared. Understand what you're getting into and go in with knowledge. Talk to people like you, read your book, understand why you're doing, because Amanda, you know, it's challenging. Basic training is challenging. Also, stay fit gotta stay fit. The military doesn't want folks who can't run a mile or can't do a couple of sit-ups, well, not a couple, but you know, sit-ups and push-ups and even not exchange. So I would tell young women, do your research, understand your options, talk to other veterans. Now you have the chance to do that. When I joined, you think I could have talked to a fellow female that was joining the military? Absolutely not. And any guidance counselor would advise me not to join the military, I'm sure. So uh, I think women today who are considering joining the military have so many options now, and they have so many women they can reach out and talk to. And then be committed and let yourself go. Don't 
get up in arms about basic training. And because really the military is trying to kind of change your culture and your outlook to become a team. And so if you take it like that, rather than personal time, they're trying to control me and I can't take this, but get why they're doing it. If you're in combat, you all have to work together. So that whole thing about there's no I in team is, is true in the military. So women need to get rid of that and be willing to give it their all. to this week's episode of Women of the Military Podcast. Do you love all things Women of the Military Podcast? Become a subscriber so you never miss an episode and consider leaving a review. It really helps people find the podcast and helps the podcast to grow. Are you still listening? You could be a part of the mission of telling the stories of military women by joining me on Patreon at patreon.com slash women of the military or you can order my book Women of the Military on Amazon. Every dollar helps to continue the work I am doing. Are you a business owner? Do you want to get your product or service in front of the Women of the Military podcast audience? Get in touch with the Women of the Military podcast team to learn more. All the links on how you can support Women of the Military podcast are located in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and for your support.